When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD. And Andy Bernard. And we'll be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Oh, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Tommy, I need a favor. What's that? Can you say Nissan Titan in that big Tom movie theater voice? Do you want Echo or not? No, Echo's fine. No, Echo, okay. Nissan Titan. Try it with Echo. Okay, wait a minute. This is my Echo. My Echo. I just paid a lot of money for this Echo. Man, that's brilliant. We have got a killer deal at our two Nissan stores, Coon Rapids and Burnsville. For this month, for the month of October, you can buy a brand new Nissan Titan, which is just a badass truck. 0% financing for 84 months. Here's the only catch. We only have 12 of them in stock between the two stores. So, But 0% for 84 months on a Titan, that's unheard of. That's as long as your KQ contract. It is. It'd be perfect. Yeah, so when you get your truck paid off, you don't have to listen to Tom anymore. Yeah, and I don't have to get up anymore. That's brilliant. Can you say Nissan Titan one more time? Nissan Titan. That sucks. I think that sucks is a little harsh, but, you know, it's just me. The weird circumstances of the 2020 vote has led to warnings about a red mirage for a while now. The idea is that President Trump might appear to have a large lead early in some states, but only because in-person votes are expected to skew toward him. When mail ballots are counted later, they're expected to skew toward Biden. But as multiple outlets are warning, mirages of the red and blue variety might emerge Tuesday night, tonight. The reason is because some states are allowing the county, uh, states allowed the counting of mail ballots to be done early, and those uh, Biden-heavy numbers might be reported before the Trump-heavy in-person votes, explains Reuters. The bottom line, be patient, advised the state uh, official in North Carolina. 
Both Reuters and NBC News offer guidelines on key states which might have uh, uh, kind of kind of a mirage. Blue mirages in Florida, North Carolina, Texas, Iowa, and Ohio might look deceptively strong for Biden early because they allowed for early processing of the ballots. Uh, red mirages, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin could look deceptively strong for Trump early because the processing of mail ballots could not start until Election Day. In fact, it could take days to count all the mail ballots. Yeah, they're thinking, what, Friday, we might know? Yeah, if that. Why did we have to change America in every way, shape, and form? Why don't you have to go in and vote like you always had before? And if you did need an absentee ballot, you had to have a good reason to get it. Yeah, no, I had no reason. Fixing something that wasn't broke. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's just, oh, you can just mail it in. Uh, you try to show your ID. Now they go, I don't want to see your ID. I know. They literally tell you they don't want to see your ID. Your your signature does not have to match on your ballots. Of course it doesn't. I just, what is, why do we cheat constantly in this guy? And I, look, uh, like I said, I hope your guy wins. Whoever your guy is, I hope your guy wins, right? So it's not like I'm fighting for one guy in particular. I just don't know why we have to keep changing the rules for every lazy candy ass that doesn't want to go vote. That's right. And I, and, and, and I voted this morning and... I could have been anybody. I could. Have, I said my name. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I just said my name, yep. and they said, yep. "Is this your birth date?" And why? What I had to say? No, no. Yep. I said yes. Oh, well, that was it. it. Here you go. Here you go. Knock yourself out. Sign here. So you don't even have to prove. You no. could go no. vote in every, uh, you know, every location, every voting uh, location in the entire state. If you don't have to give your name, you just vote and vote and vote. That's right. You, you don't have to give an address or anything. No, you give your name. And then, are you still on this address? Well, of course I'm still at that address. You, oh, you yeah. say, yes, yep. yes, well, yes. There you go. Okay, there you go. Here's your, th- here's your deal. Mm-hmm. Sign. You know, you uh, sign it and, you know, what? And someone can be, the real person comes in later and says, well, I'd like to vote. And then someone else has voted in your place. Well, well wait a second. What happens then? Yeah, what did happen? If somebody voted in my place and now I don't get to vote at all? I don't know. I don't know. pretty tough to handle. I don't know. It's uh, the church opened. We have a church by our house uh, that was not open for early voting, but it's open for show up voting. Mm-hmm. And the line there is already about two city blocks long. Is it really? I was on my way over here. It was about two city blocks long. And you can't really judge anything by the lawn signs, obviously. But uh, boy, there was a big battle going. The lawn signs down down the street. <laughs> I'll tell you that they were battling it out. Now on the street in which I live, there are none. I don't think they allow political signs on the street oh, in which okay. I live. It's one of those, it's a cul-de-sac, and they just don't want political signs to be up there, so I guess that's why. But you get out on the main street, there are political signs everywhere. And I noticed as the year went on, they kept moving around um, the more for one guy, like the more Trumps that would pop out, all of a sudden there were Bidens on the other side of the street, and it's, it's hilarious <laughs> to watch the battle. First you increase the number, then you increase the size. Yeah. You increase, and then you increase the size, the number, the larger size, larger signs, then you increase the number of those larger signs, or you change other signs. So I saw uh, one for one candidate, though, the, the uh, opposition was in one lawn and the next lawn, there were two signs for the other guy. One was his his family picture and then oh, and the yeah, sign for yeah. him. So yeah, it just is just forever and ever going on. Yeah, the battle of signs. It's going to be pretty ridiculous. And there was a guy that had had a banner for Joe Biden, and he kept going out every day and tightening it up so it didn't oh fold gosh. over. And <laughs> it's hilarious watching all these people. And then, then of course, when the guy put that up, 
his next door neighbor put up not one, not two, but three Trump signs. <laughs> yeah. So they had to battle that out. And then, of course, you have you know the the the, the devout the devout uh, Trump supporters have uh, Trump flags. Oh yeah, the Trump flag. Oh, you have a Trump thing. flag. Oh, so. look at my sock. Look at this. Am I an American or what? Oh, you are right? American. Red, white, uh, red and white stripes on the left foot. The blue star. Yeah, uh, those, but the, the red and white stripes and make you look like some sort of a clown. <laughs> yeah, red some white sort of a clown. <laughs> oh, that's right. I guess you are a DJ. I forgot. Exactly. Oh, it's my sorry. job to be a clown. You know, it's funny. In our neighborhood, um, there are like barely any signs, and the signs that there are, it's either just for Crystal, like the yeah. people running yeah. for Crystal, yep. or only Biden signs. Like nobody. There's like what two houses that have. Yeah. Like Biden and Elon Omar. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, nobody put any signs up except for what they believe in for Crystal. Yeah. So it's like yeah. people are in yeah. our neighborhood, I think most of them are more conservative, so they don't want to put anything out. <laughs> well, that's the other thing about you know talking about who you're going to vote for. What do you want to get in a fist fight? Right, I still exactly. can't believe that. That, yeah. that. Because I don't agree with your choice for president, we should get in a fist fight. Right. What the hell's wrong with I would, you? Andy and I have talked about it before. We would never, we would never put out a p- political sign ever. We never did. Ever. Like, we, yeah, we that's just asking either. for somebody to get pissed off at you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I understand why they get pissed off at you. I'm pissed off at somebody because they vote for Trump or Biden. Hell no. What do I care? Vote from everyone. The only thing I would ask, and I'm hoping it's true, is don't give absolute power to either one of these parties. It's a right. huge mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, you like the gridlock, and I have to agree with you. It's nice to have balance, uh, checks and balances, and uh, do do your checks and balances with your voting. So you know, and I, I can't possibly win. Let's say uh, the uh, the the Republicans hold the Senate. I don't like Mitch McConnell, and the the Democrats win the Senate. I really don't like Chuck Schumer. So I got no win in that deal. That's right. You know, Jesus, I I, I don't know. Like I said, I I. I I don't have a dog in this fight. Vote for whomever you want to vote for. I hope your person wins, but just do anything you can to make sure there's balance and that one party doesn't gain total control because it sucks when that happens. Yeah. I mean, it's just terrible. It happens once in a while. It's not going to be a total. This time around, it could be a total disaster, though, because we've gotten to the point now we have such extreme views in politics now that it could destroy the country. Yeah. We've gone. What has happened to it? Why did we go so crazy? And it's and that's exactly what people are anticipating. People are anticipating the craziest of crazy. Josh has uh, told me that in Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills is not only boarding up; they're hiring armed guards, oh, yeah. ex-military oh, yeah. armed guards. New York, yeah. New York Post reported a story of the uh, most some of the most expensive uh, condos and uh, co-ops there yeah. have uh, put up uh, put up barriers. And hired uh, guards with sem- with real assault weapons Ooh. to protect their building. So they're expecting they're expecting the most serious of serious. So I, you know, it's, it, that's a shame that in America we have to do that sort of thing. Right. And to a certain extent, some political signs. The reason they weren't put up is because of that that fear. Yeah. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. There's no yeah. doubt about that. It's almost like we're regressing into, like, what, you know, have you guys ever, like, looked at Turkey when they have a, a 
an election like this, um, people go people go crazy, and they get to the point where they have to have armed guards gassing everybody and mm-hmm. shooting everybody with bullet like rubber bullets, and you know every time they have an election, even though like they don't have terms like we do where you're cut off after right. so many years. Like the president has been president for I think like 15 years now, and they can't do anything about it. So it's like they still. It's it's almost like we're turning into that. We're getting mm-hmm. to that point where it's, we are, yeah. it's becoming so mm-hmm. extreme that that's all we can do. Well, we're going to be in a situation, if, if, if the Democrats take over everything or the Republicans take over everything, we're going to be in a situation where the president can, you could be in office as long as you want to be. Right. Just like uh, Putin, he decided that he, he, no, 16, 20 years wasn't enough. I need another 15, 20 years. Right. That's right. It's like, Jesus. That's I, right. It's... We're turning into another puke hole nation like everybody else, and I don't understand why we're doing that. I don't get it at all. We're, yep, turning a blind eye to uh, the Constitution and uh, yeah. the rule of law here and, and the traditions in America. That's that's what, I mean, guess what so many people fear. Oh, or so many people want. I don't know who's who, whoever, whoever side you're on. So, Let me close this segment by saying this. I wish we had, I wish we'd get back to the old days where, you get out of line, you get punished for it. Yeah, that would be right. nice. Because nobody answers for anything anymore, and people are turning into the biggest a-holes on earth because of it. Yep. The way you drive. People, you know you're not supposed to be on your phone in your car. Everywhere I go, it's people looking at their phone, not yeah. watching what they're doing. Well, that's, that's, be- right. that's because there's no one to stop them right now. Yep, that's exactly no right. No one cares. That's exactly right. We need more cops, not fewer cops. Yes, we do. No matter what Elon Omar has to say. We're going to take a break. Be right back with the family. Tom Bernard with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. Michael, can you tell me, what do you like most about your job? Well, I know we only have a minute, so the short version is how we build relationships with our customers, being able to drive around town and see all the businesses we've been able to help, and how that translates to jobs for their employees and the impact that makes on families in our area. It's truly rewarding. I also love to see the families that started banking with us 22 years ago when their children were young. Now those kids are adults. They're banking with us too. Lastly, I'd say seeing our customers' reactions when we're able to do something unexpected for them, like deliver cash directly to them when they need it, but physically can't come to the bank. I love what I do. Did you bring some of that cash here today? Huh? (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. We're rocking out, man. That's all I have to say to everyone. That's all I have to say to you, for everyone. You know what I'm talking about. We have a special guest, ladies and gentlemen, the spider inside the criminal web of Jeffrey Epstein and... I still, Barry, how do you say, is it Jelaine? Is that how you say her name? Uh, you can, well, I, television uh, has, you know, says a million different things, but it's pronounced Ghislaine uh, Maxwell. So it is Ghislaine, okay. Ghislaine, Jeffrey Ghislaine Maxwell, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, do you pronounce your last name Levine or Levin or Levine? Levine, you got it. Uh, yeah, well, there's one of three ways. Actually, I have a, an aunt with the last name of Levine, and that's how she pronounces it. She's a wonderful woman, by the way, Barry. You'd be proud of her as a Levine. 
Good. Happy to hear that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who is Jeffrey Epstein, a Pulitzer Prize-nominated journalist on Earth, never before reported details the most comprehensive account yet of the disgraced financier's life, death, and criminal web, including the role of Jelaine Maxwell, uh, an ID book club selection, by the way. You were talking to Barry Levine about his book, The Spider, Inside the Criminal Web of Jeffrey Epstein and Jelaine Maxwell. How... First of all, I look back, Barry, at the at the video and pictures, still pictures of Jeffrey Epstein, and he looked a lot like Andre the Giant. <laughs> that, that boy had some, some some surgery. He did. Well, uh, actually, I'm a, I'm an old wrestling fan from back in those back in those days. So you just made me uh, made me laugh here in New York. <laughs> but, uh, Glad to hear it, Jeffrey. Uh, I, I write about him growing up in uh, in uh, uh, Brooklyn and uh, Coney Island. And in fact, when he was a young kid in school, for whatever it's worth, uh, Jeffrey, um, you know, had uh, long sideburns and uh, uh, was probably shaving uh, before uh, most of the kids in his uh, in his uh, uh, classroom. Um, he um, uh, was, uh, you know, appeared. A lot more mature than um, uh, the other kids. He really uh, was uh, much uh, much taller than uh, his uh, his classmates. Oh, however, oh, okay. as, I, as I write the book, he was uh, bullied. However, as a kid, because uh, he was a bit of a nerd, and um, uh, you know, he grew up, grew up in a rough place, and uh, the neighborhood boys uh, bullied him. You know what's amazing to me, Barry, is looking at people like him, and, and I, I suppose most criminals, but a guy like, like Jeffrey Epstein, how do you have the nerve or the testicles to ask a woman, hey, uh, you want to get together, and then once we get together, could you go recruit teenage girls for me to have sex with? I mean, how do you even broach that subject? <laughs> yeah, how, how, yeah. How do you get from? Hey, right. I like being with you. Let's have, let's have a drink together too. How about you uh, hire teenage girls for my clients? Yeah. <laughs> how do they get there, Barry? Well, you know, I mean, in the book, I call them, a, you know, a predatory Bonnie and Clyde, mm-hmm. in the sense that uh, when they first met, you have to understand the mindset, and again, you know. Gillian Maxwell is uh, coming up on trial here in New York this summer. Um, you know, she uh, right, rightfully has been uh, charged uh, and, uh, you know, uh, grooming these girls and taking part in, in the sexual abuse. Uh, she came to Jeffrey Epstein at a time um, right after her father's death. Uh, friends described her as uh, somewhat dysfunctional when she came to New York. And Epstein uh, uh, quickly seized upon her because uh, she was able to bring him a lot of society connections. He had the money, but he didn't have any uh, connections with New York society. She knew the rich and famous, Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, to some degree, uh, she uh, became... uh, uh, a victim of some sort into his web very early on. However, the criminality that she showed was uh, quite surprising. And where that came from is hard to say. But as I report in the book, within uh, uh, two to three years of their relationship together, she was um, basically a partner in crime in terms of uh, recruiting helping to recruit young girls. Um, 
you know, what's interesting is I write in the book, sadly, is that uh, she presented this image uh, with Jeffrey as a young, successful couple. And young girls and their families, in fact, felt uh, at ease to some right. degree uh, with, uh, with her being in the picture. They promised these girls scholarship and mentorship, um, being able to send them to school and so forth. And, uh, you know, young girls trusted this woman. Uh, they, they, view her as a, uh, they viewed her as a protector. But in fact, she she became a predator uh, as much as uh, Jeffrey Epstein. I have no question about that. I, I just, for the average person out there, we cannot understand. You're a successful guy. You got a lot of money. You meet a very pretty woman because Ghislaine Maxwell is an attractive woman. No question. She's got some dough. Seem to have a good personality. To you and me, it would be okay. Well, great. So there's Jeffrey and there's Ghislaine, and everything worked out wonderfully. Uh, but they got beyond that, too. No, Elaine, you need to go recruit. And I, we can't understand, Barry. I can't understand. You can't understand. Why, if a guy is with a woman, a very attractive woman, she's a smart woman, she's you know got some power in the, in the world because she knows a lot of very powerful people, why aren't you attracted to her? What is it about teenage girls that does it for you? I don't, we can't, can we understand it? Is that even possible? Well, I think that, uh, like the book that I wrote previous to the spider uh, on uh, Donald Trump, uh, all the president's women, Donald Trump in the making of a predator. Mm-hmm. You you want to go back to the beginning. You want to you want to see how the person grew up and are there any telltale signs? Um, and when, in, in, in Donald Trump's case, he was a bully. He took part in uh, hazing at the, the, the military academy and so right, forth. Right. Jeffrey Epstein showed. Uh, I point this out in the book. Um, there were there were warning signs early on. Um, he stalked a junior high school uh, girlfriend uh, later in life. Um, uh, I write in the book how her boyfriend at the time almost came to fisticuffs with Jeffrey Epstein uh, because Jeffrey was uh, following this girl. Um, I write in the book uh, that when Jeffrey Epstein was teaching at, at the elite uh, private Dalton School here in New York, uh, that uh, uh, former um, uh, classmates uh, said that he had an unnatural attraction to a young girl in one of his classes. Uh, they believe that um, it went beyond uh, teacher-student relationships. So th- th- there were some telltale signs. Uh, in his uh, early life, that um, uh, you know predated the uh, uh, his time with Ghislaine. In fact, ten years before he met Ghislaine, Jeffrey Epstein was on a vacation in Hilton, Hilton Head, South Carolina, in which a young girl um, uh, has since uh, made court accusations against him uh, in terms of uh, the abuse that she suffered at his hands. That may be the earliest known. Um, predatory behavior on his part, in which we have a woman who has now come forward to um, uh, authorities and so forth. Uh, but there's no question that I write the book uh, that when he entered into this partnership with Elaine Maxwell, and he was getting out of her, uh, obviously this uh, woman who would who would, as I said, became his his Clyde, his uh, Bonnie to his Clyde in terms of this partnership and his and her connection to 
the rich and famous. She was getting money from him. She was getting, uh, 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 you know, being able to travel around the world with him and so forth. So they really took advantage of one another. Uh, I quote a friend in the book saying, you know, the two of them tried to outgrift uh, one another because they were both grifters <laughs> of, of, of a sort. But there's no question in my mind, uh, having researched this book uh, over the course of a year, that uh, had Ghislaine not been in the picture, um, the depth of the depravity uh, would, would not have been as deep. Uh, she really turned it into a business for him. Really? I mean, she, she was able to organize the grooming and the uh, uh, recruitment of, of, of girls uh, one after another, and uh, it, it is very unlikely uh, that, that, that this very elaborate system of trafficking would have taken place without her uh, in his life. What an amazing story this is. Barry Levine, ladies and gentlemen, the spider inside the criminal web of Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. Very great, great subject. Fascinating. Trying to figure out the human mind is a very, very difficult task, I'll tell you that. Barry, thank you for your time today, sir. Have a good day. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. We'll be back with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more. And please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. They're belting it out like there's no tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Thank you again to Barry Levine uh, for coming on the show talking about psychopaths that we had no under understanding of and will never understand these people. I just don't understand the attraction to young girls. I, I what what is that? I, I and I'm sorry, I can't I can't answer that either. I mean, when you're a mature man or woman what's you know well teachers there's a number of women teachers that have been attracted to young boys in their class mm-hmm. oh yeah the, absolutely the, what's the, her name image. mary kay latorno yeah she was a teacher right yeah yeah she fell in love with one of her students uh, i don't know so so that it, it's just uh, i don't know i don't know and i don't know what psychological damage or what uh, child trauma you've gone through that uh, would have uh, led them to that but it is a it is something that I don't get, and you know, I don't get. I can see why a young person might be attracted to an older person because of their maturity, because right. of their money, because money, of their yep. means, because of uh, you know a thousand things. But it doesn't make a lot of sense why you're reaching down to to the cradle. It's odd. I have noticed with a lot of these guys, Jeffrey Epstein certainly was one of them. Donald Trump certainly is one of them too. They have daddy issues. 
those guys didn't get along with their fathers at all. Now, Donald Trump, it, it appeared that, you know, here and here and there that he got along with his dad. He did not get along with his father at all. Huh. So uh, it's Jeffrey Epstein, from what I understand, same thing. I haven't studied Jeffrey Epstein a lot because he's too creepy to read up on. I don't even want to read about it. It's like you creepy pain in the ass. Oh, and she was, the, uh, it, really, she's no different. With, no, besides with the God, weird no. name. Where'd you yeah. get this name? She puts the jizz in Jelaine. <laughs> oh. G-H-I-S-L-A-I-N-E. Gillane? I don't Ghislaine, think so. Helene. They, I've heard it called Helene. On, uh, it, you know, and she just, she was along for the, well, along for the ride. Poor choice of words. She was. Well, probably both. Yeah, she was just, you know, it, it, it really, it troubles me that someone would turn to that and. I'm certain that there was there was a, some sort of an excitement associated with it. It's not just money. I mean, that's that, that's a different level. Don't I think no, there was some sort of a odd excitement for her to have arranged this for whatever. And 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 who knows who the people were there? I mean, who knows? You know, they've insinuated so many people's names, but unless you got videotape, I'm not believing any of it. One of the great things about yesterday's show, and we talked about it this morning on the on the KQ Morning Show is uh, Ahmad Rashad and Felicia Rashad's wedding picture. Yeah. You ever seen it? No. Oh, God. Poor guy. Ahmad, I haven't seen him in years and years now, but nicest guy in the world, very soft-spoken, very handsome man, talented, just a very nice guy. Yeah. Wedding picture. So let's say they're facing us. You got Felicia Rashad on the far right, one of the best men. There were two best men in the wedding. So Felicia Rashad, the first best man, Bill Cosby, then Ahmad Rashad, and the second best man, O.J. Simpson. Oh my gosh. Is that unbelievable? Oh, I got I got to find a picture for you. You guys got to see. You got to see the wedding picture. Now this isn't is, Photoshop, really. We're not getting some Photoshop. Oh no no no! There are many many copies of it. There's no doubt about it. Oh, honest to God. You're right. I'm Ahmad Rashad. He, he did he did uh, commentary for a while, didn't he? That right there, you got OJ, you got Ahmad, you got Cosby, and you got Felicia Rashad. Oh, man. Isn't that unbelievable? And this looks like Michael Jackson. Yeah, he does. He looks like Michael Jackson. You see that? OJ, Ahmad, Bill Cosby, Felicia, and I don't know who the other woman is. Uh, We were talking about that yesterday. Andy, that took off on the morning show this morning, the fact that we talked about that on the show. Yeah. That his two best men are both criminals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, complete, yeah, criminals have been imprisoned, convicted. Is, is, is Bill? In, is he in, still in prison? Uh huh. He's been in prison for a while. Yeah. Yeah, he is. So he's in prison. He's never getting out. And OJ's out though. OJ's out. He's so, out of yeah. Nevada. Yeah. They only got out. him for like breaking and entering or something. Yeah, in Nevada. Yeah. So he's out. I wonder if he misses his girlfriend, boyfriend in in prison. Because, you know, he had a guy in there that got breast implants so O.J. could feel him up. Well, that's weird. Oh, yeah. You didn't know Ooh. that? Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, oh, well, then. Man. Well, well, no. Didn't know that. That's yeah. harsh. That's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's go with harsh. That <laughs> is pretty harsh. You said boyfriend and girlfriend. You mean boyfriend slash girlfriend. Yes, boyfriend slash girlfriend. That's what I meant. That's, you're absolutely right. That's exactly well, what I meant. How did this guy, when he's in as a prisoner, get the implants? Uh, we had to pay for them because he. Oh, yeah, because man. he was he was transitioning to become a woman. So when when that happens, man to woman, woman to man in prison, 
the taxpayer picks up the tab for it. Right. So, you know, that's why we might have, like, the 62% income tax before long. But before long, the 62 marginal, because everybody... Oh, God. Not if we move to South Dakota. Mm-hmm. South Dakota. Well, we're thinking about maybe getting a cabin in South Dakota. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I'll tell you that. I like South Dakota anyway. Christy Noam is a, is a good okay. friend of uh, Mike Lindell, so I'll have to give really? her a call, see what she has to say. Yeah, she's, uh, she, she's going to be the face of the party, for the Republican Party. Next next cycle. I mean, I she's hardcore man, and she's got the guns. She'll beat the crap out of you. Yeah, she <laughs> she had tough. that. I'd she be had, very surprised that the Republicans didn't nominate a woman next time. I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree I think with it's that. The 100%. smartest move they have. Or an all woman ticket. Ooh. You know what I think? Oh, I'm not ready for that. Not as a white man. No, please no. <laughs> if I were a Republican right now, which I'm not, I'm centrist, I'm not a Republican nor a Democrat, but if I were a Republican, the first thing I would do right now, whether Trump wins or Biden wins, wouldn't matter, I would go talk to, um, oh God, what's my buddy in, in Hawaii there? What's her name? Oh, the crazy senator? No, no, no. She's not oh. crazy at all. No, well, there's she, a senator in Hawaii that's crazy. Oh, they're, oh, you're talking about Hawaii. She's actually Hawaiian. Yeah. Yeah, she's nuts. Okono or whatever. Okono. It's like Okonu or something like that. Yeah. No, it's the other one. It's um, She was running for president. And then she didn't have any money, so she went nowhere. She's mixed race. Her father's Simone and her mother is from India, I believe. She's very smart. Fought in the war. She was a major in the United States Army. She's very, oh, very bright. Tulsi Gabbard? Tulsi Gabbard. That's oh, exactly what yeah. I'm talking about. I didn't know she was Hawaiian. Whoa. Yep. She's well. She lives in Hawaii. She's in Indian and Samoan, I believe. But oh, yeah, she if, was born in American Samoa, and yep. she went to Hawaii Pacific University. Exactly. I did not know that. I would go recruit her to run on the uh, Republican ticket. I'm surprised next they didn't. Well, I'm, I'm I mean, really I guess surprised. no. I'm not surprised because it's Trump, and he's never going to give up that seat. <laughs> but <laughs> you think that's for the next true. cycle? I'd be very surprised if they didn't. Yes. Uh, yeah. I would have to push agree her through. You. And she's pretty young, too. Yeah, she is. She's only five years younger, or older than me. She's, she's not even 40. 30. Really? She's not even 40 yet? Yeah, she's oh, only 39. She's the perfect Finally. person to get in there. She Finally, someone who's young. Well, so in four years, she's going to be 43. Perfect. Who was our youngest president ever? John Kennedy. He's 43. Yep, he was 43, so, yep. There you go. Of course, you know who he'd be running against, though, in four years. And I don't think it's going to be Kamala Harris. I don't. I think it's going to be AOC. I think that might be. Boy, they're oh, they'd, be, they'd be completely insane to have her be the presidential nominee. I would agree with that. That woman is insane. Even Democrats think she's insane. Well, she is insane. That might be why. Yeah, she's like objectively a crazy person. Indeed, old AOC is going to tell us all how it's done, right? But yeah, Tulsi Gabbard up against uh, AOC. That's a pretty interesting race. That's right. I don't know if Tulsi would ever become a Republican, but. I would try my best if I were a Republican, I'll tell you that. You know, it's actually funny since we're talking about um, age. Um, a friend of mine, he's like, I don't care who you vote for today, but I have to throw this out there. He was like, the two U.S. presidents that were sworn into office in 1993 and 2001 are both younger than today, younger today than the two presidential candidates yeah, they are, currently yeah. younger. No, you're right, they That's are. That's just insane to it me. It's like, crazy. The two old, I mean, what, they had to be the oldest ones running, Trump right? is the oldest president ever to be elected. Okay. Is yeah. he? Yep. I thought Ronald Reagan was older. No, Reagan was slightly, very slightly younger, I think. Oh, when he got elected. Well, yeah. But, but by the time of his second term, he was older than Trump is now. Well, that's not possible. 
Why not? Because four years is four years. No, in his second term. Well, but I mean, Trump is also four years older than when he was elected. No, but wait a minute. So how old? How old? <laughs> I thought when, by when the Reagan time, was no, 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 elected, no, no, he was sixty-nine. Oh, then he got reelected at seventy-three. Yes. Oh, so I thought if he was Trump older gets reelected, no, he's he'll be the oldest. Well, I mean, because mathematically, he has to be still the oldest president. That's kind of hilarious because well, everybody, be elected. everybody always looked at Ronald Reagan as being so old. At the end of his eight-year term, he's still younger than Joe Biden is now. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, that's Joe weird. Just, he's, like, there's something to be said for the fact that people are just getting older and older and living longer and longer. Yeah, that's true. But that's true. 77, that's just, I don't know. At 85, you're going to be done with your presidency? That's how are you going to have the energy to do anything? What? What? <laughs> Think of the healthiest 85-year-old you know. Do they have the energy to fly around the country and have, you know, three, four-day-long stints of being awake? Um, I don't I do not think so. Mm, I don't know. Not. Air Force One, though? Like, you take naps? You, you could take naps on that you thing. Could. There's three bedrooms yeah, on that exactly. thing. Exactly. That's what masseuse, I mean. Probably got a masseuse. You 85 year old could just definitely handle traveling on Air Force One. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That is true. We got to take a break. Be back in hour two with our close buddy, Kristen Burt. I can't wait.